everybody, and welcome back to Send News, the podcast where we talk all about video games. I'm Brian, your host. I'm Alana. I'm Caden. And I was gone too, but I'm back now for my coveted co-host position, Evan Campbell at Darth Brito. You know what it is. I'm here to talk about video game news. I'm ready. Mm-hmm. Let's go. <laughs> Evan, that is lately, always actually. a $5 intro. <laughs> <laughs> like road tripping across California right now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Everybody's kind of taking various summer breaks, but we a got lot of a adventures. Good, yeah, we got a good crew here for you this week. Uh, and first up, let's talk Call of Duty, you guys. Mm. Cold War, Black Ops, Cold War, rather. Uh, the leak had been out there forever because it's a Call of Duty game, and Call of Duty games always leak. But now it's been confirmed. They put out a teaser trailer. Uh, pretty pretty interesting. Lots of lots of newsreel footage. Some old uh, an old interview with a KGB defector. So um, uh, uh, Cold War not new for Call of Duty, but maybe a different spin on it this time. Yeah, as far as trailers go, this is kind of unprecedented. Not unprecedented, but there's no gameplay. There's no CG models in this. It's all kind of um, found or old footage uh, from that era. Mm-hmm. Um, and I wish I could be more smart about the way uh, that I was approaching this and talking about it because I don't remember any of the, the I don't remember the, the Russian dude who's talking and, and explaining to you that there's a, a Russian informant who's been in the U.S. and is, you know, to this mm-hmm. day still unknown. Uh, but the way they set up this trailer where they, they, they set up the steps was like a little too real and close to home where they're like, there's three steps to destabilizing a nation. And it's like... Destabilization, yeah. yeah. De- demoralize yeah. them, destabilize them, and then a crisis. And I was like, uh oh <laughs> Yeah, it was really creepy. Yeah. I think yeah. Russia's actively doing that right now yeah. to the US. But uh, yeah, I mean, the trailer is still currently unlisted. It doesn't even have a million views, um, which, you know, these tend to get that... Very quickly, Um, yeah. Yeah, and it's, you know, it went up yesterday, so still doesn't, and is still unlisted. It's a very interesting approach to this. Yeah, they even titled the video Know Your History rather than calling it anything else. And that might be why it doesn't have that million views yet, because when you see the title Know Your History, it's just like, nah, (laughs) I'm good. What if I didn't? (laughs) Yeah, I think it's probably, like, mostly because it's unlisted, which is a really... Yeah. interesting choice but uh the reception of this seems really positive i always check what the reception is to a call of duty trailer because some of them have been so negative but they're currently on thirty-eight thousand likes and nine hundred and seventy-one thousand dislikes so pretty well received a lot of people saying their marketing team needs a raise and one yeah, of the I best teases they've had in a while um yeah. yeah people really like it i think it's, it's a pretty safe area for them too i mean the cold war this is classic black ops territory uh, they said we're going to learn more August the 26th, so mm-hmm. uh, we'll get probably some kind of, uh, I don't know, cinematic, maybe some gameplay, I don't know. But uh, yeah, it, it, the interview was with a famous uh, defector from the 80s, Yuri Bezmanov. There we go. And yeah, he, he kind of broke down uh, active measures for those of us in the West, and it, it definitely... Uh, sounded very menacing um it, it looks uh obviously they're all you know very espionage but this one uh definitely you know seems like potentially lots of uh, you know secret agents and spies and and things like that so yeah i i think it has the potential to be to be really solid uh i i said this on the daily but you know you just hope it doesn't kind of boil down to this just us versus the russians uh, those kind of tropes but i i think it has the potential to be really interesting yeah i think even if it does you can explore nuclear warfare in a bunch of really interesting ways yeah 
you know, be informative about it as well. So there, there's potential room to make something cool, even if it is black and white goodies and baddies type yeah. stuff. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we also know Treyarch is working on this, right? Like they, they came in to help the studio that was formerly working on it. Now they're co-developing. And I think maybe now they're kind of leading on it from what I understand. They're leading. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah so that's definitely a return to form. You know, that's the original, you know, Black Ops is the original property. Uh, so I think there, there's good all around there because there's going to be people with, with history with Black Ops that, from that also made a game during that era that crossed between that era and, and present day so it, it should be interesting to see those campaigns are usually pretty pretty good uh so yeah. I'm, I'm excited yeah, we were yeah. saying that this morning i really like the campaigns one thing that i i think could be really interesting about this is warzone's been so successful um it had 75 million downloads as of this month uh there is the potential that that call of duty is going to be competing with itself more heavily than it has before um <laughs> Where people it's might be true. like, meh, because they just want Warzone right yeah. now. Yeah. Yep. So they kind of have to confirm a Warzone 2, I think, to <laughs> or, sell the uh, game. Or they? like maybe, I, I don't know. I don't necessarily think that they need to if Warzone's that successful. I, I think they could probably just have these two things exist side by side. Mm-hmm. That's not the model really either, though, right? Because there's no PUBG 2, there's no Fortnite 2, there's probably right. never going to well, be. Well, yeah, but that's because those are, those are those complete titles, right? Like, mm-hmm. it, this is modern... Like, unless I'm completely wrong, Warzone isn't standalone, right? You do have to download Modern Warfare, or it is packaged as part of Modern Warfare, right? I think that's not I think that changed. Case. Yeah, I think Did that I think, Warzone is... Yes, originally it was something that was packaged along with, but... It is definitely just... when I played it, I, I had the whole game. Um, Warzone. Oh yeah. Warzone yeah, free to play battle royale. Battle yep. royale. Just... So it is the game is part of Call of Duty Modern Warfare, but does not require the purchase of it. Right. So in that case, it should be okay that people would just play play both. But I still am sort of expecting it. You know. To, I also to think that this is going to scratch a completely different itch for a lot of people. Where I know some people are just like battle royale isn't their jam. Fine, that's great, fantastic. Maybe Black Ops Cold War will scratch the more traditional Call of Duty multiplayer itch where yep. Warzone does, you know, the Battle Royale stuff. And they can be separate, but, you know, doing the same things at the same times, but not encroaching <laughs> on each other's space. Well, also, you in a way. Up, cause I, sorry, because I just Googled Call of Duty Warzone, right? To, like, see, like, make sure, like, is it packaged in or did I just buy that when it came out or whatever? <laughs> the first audience review is one star and it says, decidedly the worst Call of Duty ever made. Everyone agrees on that and it's not even close. It that also re- happens to be the worst <laughs> game I've ever played, period. Dang. <laughs> that reminds right. me. I have a hard stance against Warzone. It's free. My old boss at GameTrailers.com always used to tell me a story about when analog controllers came out for the first time. So I think like the first DualShock and there was a reviewer who reviewed it and was like, this will never go anywhere. This won't be a no thing. Way. And it's definitely so that funny. kind of take of just like, ooh, yep, you missed the mark on that one. <laughs> it happens. <laughs> so funny. Oh man, I, I love a good negative review, especially if they <laughs> they're fun badly. to read. Honestly, yeah, yeah not accurate, but fun to read. Yes, apparently everyone agrees that it's the worst Call of Duty ever made. I think also you could see a tie-in where it's like buy a Cold War and you're gonna get all these sweet cosmetics or uh, different true. add-ins to Warzone, yeah. right? You know, keep That's the synergy point. going. So mm-hmm. I think it'll probably be okay. Has there? It, it also feels like maybe it's going for an '80s setting. Has there been a an 80s call of duty 80s era i don't think so i can't yeah i can't speak greatly to the call of duty franchise i've played a lot of the campaigns but yeah it's like a thing that flew over my head um but but, i mean there was 
there was zombies that <laughs> that had well, an yes. 80s setting. Huge yes. But in the 80s. aside yeah. from zombies, I can't think of anything off the top of my head. Uh, One major question for this is: Is it next gen? Yeah. Uh, Oh. I mean, beside right next to what does the game actually look like, which it will probably look like Call of Duty. Call but, of Duty. I think it's yeah, cross I mean, gen. It's yeah, this is gotta be so. cross gen. I would guess yeah. so, it's but yeah, we be. don't we don't know. Like what's the release date for the next gen console's going to be and when is this coming to next gen? Is it a launch title? Like there's a lot of questions there for sure. The speculation from the stories I read today is saying are saying October because it was a similar right. Call of Duty game launched in this oh, yeah. way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That yeah. sounds about right. So that makes sense. Yeah, to me. I don't know. I, I, that sounds right. But yeah, then the next gen consoles, what are we, I mean, that they probably won't be out no, until November at the earliest. They're going to pull a control sure. on you. They're going to, yeah. Okay. They're gonna, yeah. They're going to um, upsell you on that definitive edition or whatever. And say, probably, Wait, you, yeah. You yeah, have to have this new next, more. next gen version. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Even though we now have the capability to grandfather you into the better version. We can yeah. just make you get, have the better version, but we can also just make you pay for it too. And which, you will. That. You will. We did that. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of next gen, let's talk Halo Infinite. Uh, obviously, that got delayed. They just announced that, and the tech site Thurot came out with a, a little bit of a closer look as to why it got delayed. And the the main thing they brought up was outsourcing, mm-hmm. and that's not new. Uh, lots of uh, probably. Most, if not all, AAA developers do some degree of outsourcing. Uh, Naughty Dog has a tremendous yeah. uh, yeah. Uh, team that they use in, in China, um, mm-hmm. like Uncharted and Last of Us, both largely built over there. No, I, I don't want to say majority, but, but significantly. Yeah, yeah, EA does too. Um, Horizon Zero Dawn mm-hmm. outsourced to the same Chinese studio. Yeah, it's it's a really common thing. It's, I think, like almost a discredit to those teams who often work on like environment art and character models and stuff like that. To say, you know, this game was made in California. Mm. Yeah. They're so international. They're kind of now. the unsung heroes. Yeah. Yeah. Who, who do a do lot it. of work and for a lot less money. Oh, yeah. Animation does the exact same thing. Yeah. <laughs> the animation studios are the exact same nonsense. Yeah. Um, uh, but yeah, in this case, uh, the uh, the source for Thorat said that uh, it's it's maybe more outsourcing in this case than uh, normal, and they alluded to. Uh, basically communication problems uh, that uh, there have been headaches for uh, collaboration. So I don't know. Uh, Apparently, yeah, some coordination issues. They also talked about uh, there's obviously been some management turnover. Uh, Tim Longo, who was creative director, left in August of last year. His replacement was Mary Olson. She left in October just a few months later. Uh, you know, and, and they've been saying there's no problem, everything's fine. But when you when you have that happen so close together, you you know, it, it's kind of hard not to believe something might be going on. And the red then, flags. Uh, yeah. yeah, just you know, it, it's just a lot of of change at the top. And then finally, they said that the production of the Halo TV series for Showtime has been a significant distraction for three four three. Oftentimes. Uh, apparently taking management's priority instead of focusing on making sure development progress is on the right path to meet its targeted deadline. So lots of stuff going on here. Uh, you know, I do want to say my issue with this report is, you know, it starts off by saying I have been hearing starting prior to E3 2019, I've been hearing tidbits about the development process. And then it says it was time to put together the story of everything that I had heard leading up to that reveal. It doesn't say who the sources are. Right. Um, and I always want to say that off the jump. Like, this sounds like it's, it is plausible entirely. Uh, but with any kind of leak, who did you hear this from? 
and when and why, you know? Uh, well, somebody who doesn't want to lose their job. But. Well, but generally you can say, like, at least you would mention sources who chose to remain anonymous. Um, gotcha. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. It just uh, seems like a strange approach to that. Um, That's an easy sentence, too, um, and, like, goes a long way, I think. Well, you got to like, list a source, even if it's yeah. the, the, yeah. just that the source was anonymous. Yeah, what did they I'm say I'm about missing it. Yeah. yeah. I, um, Go ahead and look that up. My favorite part of the story is the Showtime thing, because I feel like yeah. it, that could be pretty pretty real i don't know we talked about this on the daily but just you know if you have your creative leads on a game who now also have to pay attention to like a massive like television production or like cable production i don't even know if we use that word anymore to describe shows but yeah i think that you could be drawing your your lead people who need to make those top level creative decisions you know that's like two it's like having two extra jobs or something are we gonna have are we gonna have another problem like we did with quantum break where things just don't really connect the way they should with the game probably break (laughs) well (laughs) i mean quantum break was supposed to bounce back and forth i think the halo show is just a halo show right it's well you you say that but there's you know when they talk about how how much this has influenced their team there might be some bleed over that's just like well, this doesn't happen in the game, but it would sounds really cool for the TV show. How can we make this referenced in yeah, the game so that it makes right. sense? They've tried to do it concurrently, have that cross promotion. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's it's this is an interesting one because like even when they announced the Halo delay for you know they listed COVID as a as a site, which mm-hmm. I can buy, but also how did you only realize now? that it right. needed to be delayed. Three, like, weeks, not... three weeks before they were, high, it was sort of the focal point of their of July conference. Like how, yeah. what happened that they only figured it out right. this quickly? It right. makes me think that it was a response to the negative reception that yes. the game got in a lot of cases, which yes. I still stand by. I think it looks great. Right. Not amazing. It's not like I think the graphics are impressive. I keep right. being like, it looks it like looks Halo. Like Halo. Yeah. It looks so like they, Halo. Maybe they hit the panic button and yeah. That's what it seems like to me. I, I just, yes, uh, from the beginning, COVID was always going to re- delay a bunch of games. Again, because of that outsourcing, especially in the massive right. lockdowns in China that happened through February, um, where it seemed like a lot of those studios were having trouble working from home. My... That was always going to have a ripple effect. I just don't know if that's actually what happened here. So they're sourcing on this, uh, on the outsourcing uh, portion of the story, they cite one person familiar with the company's plans. <laughs> okay. Um, okay. That's a pretty standard yeah, attribution. It's still a yeah, that's yeah, yeah. yeah. And then, um, and then later on, they say uh, multiple people familiar with the development efforts behind 343 have described the collaborative effort behind the development as challenging and significant disagreements internally have been become public with Tim Longo leaving in August. So, yeah. Okay. I mean, yeah. It's just so weird to me to not have that in the opening paragraph. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. fair, fair. Yeah, to I you, have just skimmed this. To your point, Alana, <laughs> about the, the reaction to the reception, I think that large companies and game companies in particular tend to move kind of slowly. And, and that, I think it is a good good assumption. I think that's something you see in message boards a lot. But I think we talked about this after the Daily, after we finished recording. And I think there's there's maybe the more cynical in me says there's a version of the story where like they actually already knew they were going to delay it, but you can't have your big showcase conference without Halo, right? Like, what do you have if you take that that piece out of that? Especially showcase? after the May one kind of fell flat. Yes, yeah, exactly. So so you knowingly go into that knowing, okay, we're going to take a hit on this, and we're gonna we're gonna delay it. We're gonna announce the delay after the big showcase, and then we have our big showcase and. We get our delays, the time for the devs to, to work on it too. So I would have done that. That makes sense. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it makes it, sense. It, yeah, it's a, it might be a little disingenuous, but uh, 
you you also have to assume that they knew if they were planning this to be a launch game with the Xbox Series X, they always 2020 was always going to be their crunch year. And then, yeah, as Alana said, COVID just comes along and, and just affects everything. So they might have known about this for a while, but it just it wasn't going to be ready. They talked about possibly splitting up the campaign and the multiplayer. Yeah. So I, I think, you know, we could be in for a little wait in 2021. It might not come out like in January. It might be, you know, a little deeper into the year. Yeah, Would you and I prefer that yeah. they delay the console? I kind of would because I'm getting nervous about it. I, people, we don't have prices yet, and people we keep still saying still don't like, have prices. Microsoft we is saying it's coming out any. on time. Sony's saying their consoles, their box is coming out on time. But with the games, like games getting delayed, I don't know. Maybe it's different, right? Because hardware manufacturing is obviously a lot different, a lot more. Um, it's like a completely different beast compared to to mm-hmm. developing a game. But yeah, I, I'm definitely nervous. I guess for me, the question is like, would the reception be so bad that they would cancel a launch title? Like extend that budget, ex- not have uh, something to, sh- to ship their box with? Like is the reception like, I, I just, I know it was bad, but I don't know if it was like that bad, right? Where they, they just like bite the bullet on another like 200, 300, 400 grand or whatever to Well, to they, they do, they do say, they did say a couple times that they believe they're going to sell out very quickly, which means that yeah. one of two things, they're either very confident or they're not going to have very many. Yeah. <laughs> or I think both. It's the both. Yeah, it's also just market trends. Like, where the question of, like, would you prefer it be delayed? Like, I feel like my answer has to be, like, I don't care. Yeah, like, yeah. I just make the, the thing, and then I'll get it when you make it. But, right. I, yeah. I, of course, the marketing team is going to be, like, you guys have to get this out for Black Friday sales and, well, I guess, November, just in general, and December. Like, you have to get this out for the holiday. You can't delay it for Halo. Um, this is obviously a huge blow because now there are only three, three titles. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Um, which is, you know, massive. Uh, PlayStation Five has two. Um, I don't think any of them across the board are that impressive. The one I'm the most excited about is Miles Morales. Yep. Um, yes. Which actually probably is pretty impressive. But everything else, I'm like, I'll play. I'll definitely play the medium. I really like Blue Team. Uh, Demon but... Souls remake. It got rated in Korea. It could be coming soon. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I'm excited. Um, I don't care. Yeah, you can play most of those things. uh, You can play most of those exclusives that are coming to the Xbox on PC too. So you don't even need a Series X. Yeah, and I've heard a lot of people say, "Mm, "I got a PC. I don't need the Xbox Series X." I've heard that. Playing Battletoads on PC, yeah, on Xbox. Like it's definitely, it's definitely a thing. So I don't know. It's it's obviously a huge bummer for them because it was a big marketing push. Uh, They've struggled to launch a console alongside Halo before. Um, It it should be in. The next 12 months where it comes from like their perspective like this is a huge blow to them but as a person who doesn't care about how the fuck you market your console i'm like whatever <laughs> like like yes i want to play halo but i'm not going to be like huge blow this is a massive failure how dare you i'm like just make the thing i appreciate that they noted in uh the statement that it would be detrimental to the health of their team to get it out on time yeah because that that's good at least right. implies that they care about <laughs> they're that. not gonna Again, try to kill them to get it out right yeah. Yeah. Uh, whether or not that statement is true or not but <laughs> yeah i mean my main thing i want to say about this article is that i'm not comfortable taking it as fact because i don't know if this is just me and this is a really ignorant thing to say but i'm not familiar with this website They've, um, they, yeah they're a little bit more obscure they're they're tech heavy i've i've We've sourced them before, cited them before, and I, I, 
I, you know, I don't, th- they're not the New York Times, but I don't think they're like, you know, <laughs> yeah, game news with like a the, Z.com. No, the either. YouTube is lying or anything, but it's also like the sentence building a new game for a console that has not been announced is quite the challenge and is often why launch titles yeah. are sometimes lacking <laughs> yeah. in the graphics department. <laughs> yeah. What is this sentence? Right. Yeah. I think it's good to be skeptical of any story like this. And I think there's some that we, we take on, on like gut feeling and instinct about like what we know. For the and, record, yeah. I'm skeptical of what 343 themselves said too. Like, yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> I don't know about any of this shit. I don't know. I I do think this does underscore, though, how important this is for Microsoft to get Halo Infinite right. To to Mm -hmm. release a... that This really, for them, I think, needs to be a home run or very close to one because, uh, obviously, the Xbox One, I I think it finished uh, stronger, a lot stronger than it started, but obviously the knock was exclusives and and they're they seem hell-bent on trying to fix that this time which i respect so i i think and if if it takes a you know three more months six more months whatever then then yeah so be it mm-hmm. yeah for sure i understand that a lot of people don't feel that way and we're very excited and that's a huge bummer but my stance yeah. is always like i got so many games to play dude right <laughs> yeah i mean right. Tsushima getting multiplayer what? that was so cool that was I so know. amazing i'm so hyped for that and but it's yeah, free I mean, like it's great it's gonna be a yeah. completely different thing it's awesome yeah it's I, nuts but it's also just like especially where halo is concerned with the master chief collection rolling out on pc like mm-hmm. again i get it um uh, but i'm happy with the halo content that i have right now it's not like i, I urgently need a new halo yeah. and as someone who didn't yeah. really fuck with four or five uh, i was skeptical even going into infinite but uh everything they've shown again does look a lot like halo one so for sure appeals to me but you know i just i just don't feel like any of this needs to be rushed. i'm a, i'm a smidge worried because you know there there's always that that need to have that that one game that standout title and even though Miles Morales is not the same length as, you know, say, you know, the PS4 Spider-Man game, it is still a big draw. I mean, oh, yeah. Switch yeah. had Breath of the Wild. Xbox has no icon for it. It doesn't, it's like, yes, there's going to be exclusive games, but it doesn't have Tetris, effect-connected, Scorn, Checkmate. and the Medium. Checkmate. Yeah, but yeah. again, Tetris effect-connected, still play it on PC. <laughs> And it is also and it's, it's coming to everything coming else. To PlayStation. Yeah. 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 So it is, it's one of those things that's like there's nothing that that draws you directly to the Series X as a I need this. If you already have like a PC and you have Game Pass with PC, then it's like is there is there really anything to like tie you in there right from the get go? Uh, it feels like I've been a early adopter for consoles every single generation since PlayStation Two. I get it launch day. All of them. This is probably the one time since the PlayStation 2 era I'm probably going to wait for Infinite to drop for the Xbox Series X. And that's oh, because... I bet a lot of people will. Yeah. Yeah, I, I... I think, like, yeah, that the, you know, and they're very open about, like, I don't need an Xbox Series X yep. by any means uh, because I can play everything on PC. But they know that, and I don't... I. I that's not what Microsoft is doing leading into this generation. They are focused on Game Pass and services. So, right, like, right. if you aren't a person who needs the Xbox Series X, that's okay. And they've made it that way intentionally right. so that you don't have yep. to buy the hardware. Right. So it's They not want like you a, on Game Pass. Yeah, yeah whatever. It's true. Yeah. Um, do, do you have a it, sufficient Game Pass adapter? Yeah. That's, <laughs> much. that's basically right. what Which it is. Which is also going to be your phone really soon. So they're like, they don't fucking right. care if you buy the box. Like, sure, they want you to, like, also have their hardware but that's where they make the least amount of money in any case unless you have an iphone 
Yes. It doesn't really <laughs> matter. Um, but the one thing I will say is like, it is worth noting the reason for someone to buy an Xbox series X, which again, if I was looking at it from an outside of the industry perspective, like maybe I wouldn't, but I always do, you know, working in the industry, I want everything and I want all the new tech. Same. Um, the selling point is probably the backwards compatibility. So it's getting upgrades to things that you already have. It's getting new hardware that in theory runs everything you already have better because, you know, I think it is worth pointing out where both consoles are concerned that this is the, uh, the first time that we are getting in a lot of ways promises of backwards compatibility where previously it was like, maybe limited. Yeah. Yeah. Or or if it was, it was limited. Yeah. Yeah. So you will still have hundreds of games to play. Um, Yeah. I do like that about this upcoming generation that they're, especially Microsoft has made it clear. Like you're not just going to start over with a brand new console with two games that you bought to play with it. Mm -hmm. You're going to have most, (laughs) if not all your library. I can use my fucking elites on a new, new console. I don't have to buy a new controller. I love that. Yep. I still feel like though, I have an Xbox, uh, uh, the Xbox one X. I feel like that can tide me over for now. You know, definitely. Yeah. I don't know. I, I mean, I want to, like Alana kind of said, I, I want to be on the forefront of that that conversation, whatever's yeah. happening with the box. If right. it's whack, I want to know how it's whack and right. why. I want to yeah. experience yeah. it for impressions. myself. Yeah. I want to see the UI. I want to know what the loading time's yeah. like. Like, yeah. I want all that stuff. But that is, of course, like, yes, a hardcore demographic. In a privileged that's, kind of position to be. That's an enthusiast, yeah, yeah. yeah first adopter. You know, yeah, mindset. which yeah. I don't think the applies to the general market and it, it kind of like it's so hard to say with some stuff like this that like i always try to think broadly about it like there probably are more people than we think who just want the new hardware just because they want the new hardware I and mean, they'll yeah. enjoy complaining Everybody about it wants if that it tiny little mini fridge yeah yeah <laughs> you want to see what that weird tower looks like also <laughs> buying new hardware is fun oh totally. like a new yeah. console yeah. is it's like Taking fun Got that new console smell. It's amazing. Plastic off. Total. Yeah. Spend all those hours downloading updates. And, yeah, I can't wait to game. play my game. Turn it on. <laughs> tomorrow. I'll be back tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Um, Sony, though, has made it much more. Uh, the PS5, though, they, they've been much more. No, you have to get a PS5. Ratchet and Clank won't run old, on old hardware. You know, it's this is... This has functionality that no other console does, you know, with mm-hmm. a solid state drive mm-hmm. and all that. So it's, yeah, it's a, a very different approach <laughs> no than the other one console Microsoft has. has. Well, I keep saying I don't yeah. think the console was exist anymore. I think it is it is actually done. You say it that, is... but they that Sony just said, just released a DualSense con- controller like commercial today. Have you seen it? It's they... wild. <laughs> no? It's yeah. awesome. But it's what really good. What I'm good. saying is that I think Sony is still focusing on selling hardware. They oh. are going to make sure that they have exclusives on there platform which yes. in a lot of ways like you know i think exclusives in general like are frustrating because people are locked out of games for something that costs 500 dollars. but yes. at yes. the same time sony having that uh business drive means that we keep getting really 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 good games from right yeah station games are really good like <laughs> yeah. i ranked my top five games of the generation recently and i think three of them were playstation exclusives yeah like so good so despite disliking you know, the exclusive landscape and what it means for gamers and like wishing everyone just had everything and liking that games like Horizon Zero Dawn and Death Stranding are coming to PC, which means, you know, more people get to play these really cool games and and support these studios and you get more sales. Uh, It is also the the push that Sony has to keep making amazing single player experiences, which in a lot of cases don't have microtransactions like God of War. Um, And that apparently they just don't fight them on that. They're like, you don't want microtransactions? 
got it and they just stick to it. So I'm happy for that to exist, um, despite, you know, yeah, also recognizing that what Sony is doing is still very much buy our hardware or you don't get any of that shit. Yeah, they're yeah. they're fighting the last war, which is the one they won. They're they're gonna yeah, they're gonna focus keep on exclusive the hardware war. I, I like have no doubt. Oh yeah, PlayStation Five will sell better. Like, but it, it, you're right. Microsoft wants a completely different thing now. Yeah, I mean, they don't exist again. They don't exist anymore. It's two companies doing two yeah, completely different things. Right. Like, what, well, maybe like, the the console war exists, but PlayStation is on the battlefield by themselves, like swinging around. Well, <laughs> <laughs> like just cheering because they all like winning. Like, yeah, know, they're if, winning. If, yeah. If what we've done previously has been. Uh, hardware sales that's what a lot of the audience yes. looks at is like which one sold more right. yeah that just now doesn't it's, make sense now. yeah the the now it's all it's services and ecosystem it's all services yeah. and ecosystem oh, still, yeah. so we have to look at google and we have to look at amazon and we have to look at companies like that because bill has openly said that's who they think that they need to be worried about competing with in the future and apple yep is like we're competing with right. digital services so it's just like this fractured thing where you can't be like this one sold more than this one because that it's not <laughs> the same wall well, and if and, and if and when sony rolls out their cloud streaming service it's going to be on microsoft's hardware on their back end so forgetting that they yeah. win no I matter mean, what they're sort of like we don't care who you use i mean it's yeah true. what is it what's uh, they still have playstation now which eh, they've works. been trying a little <laughs> bit i'm more. curious to see if playstation feels like they need to have a competitor to game pass or if they're not going to care um because right. obviously you know part of getting you into that ecosystem is making you buy a plus subscription and PS now and yep. getting you into that subscription service too, which is not that dissimilar to game pass. So yeah, I don't know if, if we're going to see a strategy change from Sony at all or if yeah, it, they if don't push now something. almost at all. Like they need no. to, you know? I don't like, think I don't so. I mean, I mean it it's, has a, it has a vertical on the PlayStation store. Like it's, it's there. Right. Yeah. But I mean, I feel like they push PlayStation plus, way harder For than sure. they do yeah. push oh, yeah. uh, PlayStation now. Meanwhile, meanwhile, uh, <laughs> meanwhile, Xbox is just like, guess what? Game Pass. Game Pass, it's called Game, game Pass. Game Plus, have game you, Plus, have game you checked Plus. out Game Pass yet? Do you have Game Pass? You can have it on PC. If you, don't have, if you don't have an Xbox, you can still play it on PC. Here's Game Pass. I think so it, I feel like that's more recent though. Yeah, I mean Google searches for PlayStation Plus versus PlayStation Now. Yeah, people do search for it, but yeah, it's like more than double. Yeah. yeah. I think That's an updated right. PlayStation Plus could be a competitor to Game Pass, depending on how how wild they are. You, you get five so games too. for free now, or whatever. But yeah, it depends I don't know. if they There's need it. They could do. Right. Yeah. I don't know. And if I they don't do. think they. Yeah, I don't think they. I don't think they think they need it. They might need it later, but they already have it in their pocket just in case they need to bolster it. So it's not like they need to create something from scratch. It's already there, sort of, and they can I, just. I I don't think Sony's is interested because it hasn't been working for them. They haven't put the yeah. billions of dollars into the infrastructure <laughs> that Microsoft true. has. So yeah. yeah, they're like, why, why talk about it or talk Who about cares? it that much? Speaking yeah. of exclusives though, uh, Microsoft flight simulator getting very good reviews. Mm. I, I checked Metacritic this morning down a little bit to a 93 <laughs> uh, from its 94, but uh, that, that's still really good. And it's, it's been it's PC only. It's coming to the Xbox. Uh, I don't know at some point in the future. They haven't really yeah, said. Yeah, they haven't announced it. But it's it's been getting some some uh, some mainstream recognition. There was a, a New York Times columnist uh, wrote about their experience flying with it. Uh, you know, it, it's it's kind of I, I don't know if it's a breakthrough, but it's. This is much more publicity than I've ever seen a flight simulator game <laughs> getting. I I was excited to play it. Yeah. And I'm like, I've never I've never played a flight sim before. Same. Never cared. Yeah, um, same. 
the footage is amazing. I, and I hate being this person because I fought against it so many times, but my thing with these hundreds, like all these hundreds, it's Guardian, uh, BG247, IGN, Press, Press Start, Start Australia. Yeah, uh, BGC, <laughs> GamesBeat, like, oh, they gave it a 95, but this game crashes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's not a pun, right? Screens I've yeah. <laughs> some of the longest loading screens I've ever seen. Yeah, like how the fuck are you giving it? That's not a hundred. Yeah, that's not. No, 100. it is not a hundred. Perfect game. I, reviews are subjective. I'm never going to argue against that. I mean, and and uh, such a fascinating thing about like where bugs are concerned. Bugs can also be subjective because someone can have a perfect performance and others can't. But you know, I, it's very anecdotal. But everyone that I've spoken to has been like, yeah, I had a crash or like I had a bug on install or like. The loading screens are absurd. Like it just, I, yeah, I also wonder too, and this is maybe a little cynical. I wonder if those little sites though, or maybe feel the pressure to be a little bit more gushing. So they'll, you know, keep the good, keep the good relationship with Microsoft or whatever. I don't know. I, I feel like sometimes you're maybe, maybe we gush a little too much. Uh, Here's I, the I mean, thing. It's, it's possible. There's but no, I, no mixed, no negative. There's not a single one on it's a hundred percent of critics recommend this game. I think that's fair in terms of and I say this is someone who doesn't know shit about flight simulators, I really don't. <laughs> I started the game and I like crashed like two planes immediately because I was like, Oh oh, this is hot. Oh, it's a simulator. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, it's a sim, yeah. <laughs> uh I was terrible at it, uh, but it was fun. Um I like what it does, even like having now read some oh I'm gonna sneeze. I'm gonna sneeze at mid sentence. Nope, no, I'm not. It's fine. Everything's fine. I'm going to continue. <laughs> Walk through the steeze. Uh, it's fantastic. Like, it's beautiful. Um, it, it, the, the fact that it's the, the whole goddamn globe rendered um, is, is, cool. is nuts. But, like, it is really I, amazing. Yeah. Go on so Twitter. Many. You can see people are, are harassing each other by crashing a plane into your house and sending that to you, a picture yeah, of it. Yeah, you can see <laughs> each other particularly as well. Great, people but gathering kind of... on Epstein's Island. Shit. Yeah. Like, it's, yeah, it is yeah. really <laughs> impressive. I know. But it is also just, uh, yeah, I feel like I have to speak to that experience when we're talking about how it has such great review scores that, like, okay, but I've had mad bugs with this. Yeah, yeah user that's, score is that's like a six great point, point, though. That's not a hundred game if yeah. it's having those kind of issues. Um, oh, Maybe but the didn't... other the other big exclusive uh, that came out for Microsoft Battletoads is out <laughs> uh, this week. Mm -hmm. Not not as good on the Metacritic. It got a 72. <laughs> Uh, some positive. What do you mean, oof? Seven's a good score. It 72? Is. It is. It is. Uh, no, we've like, been no. conditioned to think that that's bad. No, Alana is right. Alana's 100% right. No, it's nothing wrong with a seven. Uh, it's also like exactly what I expected. I mean, I think there's yeah. nothing wrong oh, yeah. with the seven from my perspective, but I think the, the general nomenclature is that seven is not is not good because you know we I mean? made like, it that way it's a yellow we, it's a yellow on the score so <laughs> that means caution it says caution. right there it's so silly it's just like Some all right people, i mean IGN 50 is not 80. great 50 is not great 70 is still fine there are plenty Seven of games out of 10 that, i'd be like it's good okay. all right cool it's not incredible <laughs> it's just, it's oh, just no, because yeah. it's got that uh, little yellow al alarm <laughs> Yeah. I am like, stunned like that I am stunned that it there's no online multiplayer with this game that it's offline only. Yeah. That's absolutely insane. This screams for so a, a beat 'em up that you're gonna play online with people. The whole the, the 
from the very first game, it was multiplayer. If Streets of Rage can do it, I don't understand. Yeah, yeah. You know, making yeah. games is hard. I get that. Um, but I don't understand why Battletoads can't. But uh, have you have either of you played it, Brian or Evan? I know I I'm going codes. to uh, tonight. I haven't uh, busted it out yet. You I'm only got a couple right. days before you got to have the the weekend re- the, the weekend roundup yeah. up where you do the five second review. review. <laughs> I know. I it's really short. Apparently, uh, I played a bunch of it last night. Um, has this like very cool 90s like cartoon style that i just didn't expect like it feels very much like the cutscenes are like ninja turtles-esque in a way that i That's really cool. like yeah, yeah um it the the combat is a little bit strange at first because and i realized after a while i was like is this dropping frames is this laggy like is the performance bad but it's actually just that they've only animated a certain amount uh to stick with that style which when you first look at it is a little bit jarring mm-hmm. um i will say like yeah, I'm happy with the enemy variety. The mini games are really cool. There's like, uh, especially the the ones where you're like riding a bike and having to dodge obstacles. I found that really fun. Uh, but I specifically, and I, this could just be an issue even broader than me. I have tendonitis in both of my wrists, which means that from playing too many video games, for the record, any <laughs> game that's tappy, like that I have to tap a lot, um, is going to make my wrists burn. And generally I will go into accessibility settings and uh, any game that gives you the option, I will turn off like rapid button presses because I can't do it. I I struggle with fighting games. I can't play Guitar Hero for very long. Anything that's just like thumb movement. Um, There was a boss fight that I went to last night where I had to absolutely quit because it was just infinitely spawning enemies uh, while you're trying to take the boss out, which just meant a lot of tapping. And the worse it gets, the slower I get. So it just takes longer and longer and they didn't have accessibility options. So... Certainly, like, more broadly, there are parts where I feel like the combat feels a bit repetitive because enemies can take a fair amount of time to kill. Um, But, like, I definitely like the variety of them because it's, like, this one guy who can electrocute the ground. Uh, So you have to worry about where he is or he can electrocute all of the water around you if there's liquid on the ground. And then another guy who, like, shoots something from a distance. So you got to worry about where the electrocution guy is while this other guy's trying to shoot stuff at you. And just, like... Be aware of the enemies that are on screen and where they are at any given time and how you want to approach taking them out. It's not just tap X to kill. Um, a lot of lot of move variety, really creative stuff, really funny. So, like, I feel like I generally agree with the sevens. Like, I'm like, it's it's uh, cute and fun, but repetitive. Yeah. Um, yeah. Wow, definitely it a, is a lot of tapping. It is short. How yeah, long it's about to be? Four to five hours. Four hours. hours. Yeah. yeah. I mean, they've only pulled two people, but still, that's it, that gives you some <laughs> idea. Yeah. Brian, how long does it take you to beat Battletoads on the NES? Oh my god, that's like well, <laughs> if you know what you're doing, it's only a couple of hours, but like yep. the the amount of work you have to put into like <laughs> get there, yeah. getting to that yep. level. Uh, <laughs> I do think it's cool. I mean, but there's been obviously a ton of nostalgia and, and Battletoads is more of a meme than a game, I think for, yeah. for most <laughs> for sure. most younger players, but yeah. uh, it's cool. It'll be cool to see if it, you know, how people respond to it. What was the difficulty level like? Because that was the huge um, that was such a hallmark of the first. Yeah, is it that oh, kind yeah. of it's, game? I guess is is what I would want to know. Is it something look, where you have to play a lot and then kind of internalize patterns? Basically, what I will say is when I was playing it, certainly at first you can just tap, but I kept mm-hmm. having this thing where it was like I had to reteach my brain how to how to focus on this game because if you're not like it feels like you can just tap things and like move between enemies and like sure you can try to get S rank combo. I think I did that once. Um, if you want to focus on that, but you could in theory just tap, but there are definitely parts where I was like, I keep not thinking about this correctly, where I very much have to pay a lot of attention to who is on screen, mm-hmm. where everyone is and what their timing is. 
um, and how they might be able to approach me based on what their attacks are. So I did die uh, a couple of times. And in all of those instances, it was this moment of that I don't have frequently in video games at all of being like, oh, I'm not paying enough attention to what I'm looking at. Oh, wow. Whereas like, I feel like almost any other game you can like passively get used to combat and just right. like, you know, even Ghost of Tsushima, like I can still get through that combat when I'm on the phone just fine, even though it's like parries and counters and timing and stances. With Battletoads, I kept being like, no, you have to pay attention to what everyone is doing on screen. You can't just tap buttons and fly across the screen or you will die. Yeah. So it's it's not like I found it like, you know, brutally Dark Souls difficult. Um, and I, I'm sure it would be easier playing co-op because obviously you can play with uh, two other people uh, locally. Uh, but... Yeah, it requires thought in a way that I didn't give it enough credit for initially and like kept like having to just reconsider. Um, someone in my chat said the the segment where you're like jumping between things and sort of semi-platforming on the bike took them like 40 minutes. Uh, and I can picture like some of those mini games being a bit tough. There's also like right. hacking mini games and there's like a, a Paper Scissors Rock mini game. And then there's like this working simulator game where you're like, folding pieces of paper with like RV and like it's, it's all just really cute <laughs> That's and cool. funny. Yeah, yeah, clever. Yeah, Does the humor work it. for you? Sorry? Does the humor work for you? Is it landing? Because it's supposed to be, it's kind of like a funny game, right? In it's, terms of like the, the throwback. It's landing for me in a way that I think is um, just nostalgic. So like, I don't okay. know if young people now would find this funny. Like I don't, I'm not going to say no, but I don't know. <laughs> But for me, it's working, and then I have this smile that is very like, aww. Nineties, <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. my gosh! So yeah. it's just like affecting my heart in a way that I find it really sweet and cute. But I don't know that that is necessarily funny. Right. Um, I do also really like the art style. The backgrounds, beautiful looking. I have one don't more. Know that I love the animation. But really yeah, uh, important question: yes. Is the pause screen music a banger? Yes. Yeah, we gotta know. Oh, that music definitely still exists. That's the yeah. literal opening of the game. Is that song? Okay, perfect. That's yeah. all that's that needs to be there. Question: Yeah, a lot yeah. of great music. A lot of great music. That's yeah, perfect. A lot of it. Yeah. Um, speaking of great things, guys, are you excited about RTX later this year? The at home, the special RTX. Obviously, in this age of COVID, uh, the the sort of traditional RTX was canceled. But they're going to have the at-home event coming up in September. I think it's starting September 15th. But did you guys know, big news, there's a pre-RTX event in what? Dallas to kick things off. Yeah, it's, uh, it's going to happen at the AT&T Discovery District. And it starts September 5th. It's going to go through the September 7th. They're gonna create a Ruby mural that's going to be live. Very cool how they're gonna do this thing too. You can use your phones. It's gonna be cool. It's gonna be sweet. So you you kind of use your phone, you record a video, and then you, you send it in and, and it goes up in the mural? Well, so here's what you do. You can take your phone. If you got one of the new uh, Samsung Galaxy Note 20 Ultra 5G, uh, you can use that. You can use other phones, I believe. Uh, but they use augmented reality to draw on the mural. Oh, and that's really cool. Yeah. Neat. You can kind of uh, make your own uh, mark on the Ruby wall. That sounds really cool. Uh, if you're not in Dallas, that's okay. You can create it at home 
using the Mark AR app. You can download that and start creating your own Ruby art starting September 5th. That's cool because Ruby is such a, you know, uh, the fans have just as much ownership of it. There's so much cosplay, so much, uh, so oh, many yeah. fan creations. I'm sure people are just going to go wild on this thing. The Ruby fandom is fantastic. They yes. are some of the most creative people out there and I love the absolute heck out of them. So seeing what they're going to be creating with all of this and putting it all together and collaborating together, even though we are very far apart is going to be really cool. And the fact that we can do this with the Mark AR app is very neat. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. It, uh, every night their designs will be projected onto the wall for all to see. If you're on the AT&T 5G network, you can turn on plus mode within the app to get the highest res video and uh, very clear images to explore. There's going to be giveaways and more. They're all coming Labor Day weekend. And again, this is the pre RTX event uh, that basically to kick things off for the upcoming RTX at home, the virtual event. Uh, I know a lot of us are going to be involved in that. Um, you can, if you're in attendance, you can also game right at the activation on the new Samsung Galaxy Note 20 Ultra 5G. So uh, you can game at low lag times, fast speeds, great graphics. So uh, that'll be cool. Just get your game on. Heck yeah. Um, but if you come to the event in person, obviously, look, there's COVID out there, but uh, they say everything is going to be done with social distancing and precautions done on the site. But again, if you don't want to come out, you can do it uh, at home using the Mark AR app. So I, I don't know. Uh, it seems it seems neat. It seems, again, like Caden said, it'll be cool to see what the fans come up with. Yeah, it's a super cool. Yeah. Yeah, they do mention that, like, for anyone who goes in person, they are sticking to all the CDC guidelines. There'll be free masks on site. Uh, everyone does have to wear one. Um, so they're, they're taking care of all that stuff. Okay, that's good. All mm-hmm. right. So, uh, guys, if you want new, if you want additional details about the new Samsung phone, you can go to www.att.com slash Galaxy Note 20 Ultra 5G. You can learn more about uh, current offers for both new and existing customers. Uh, The Galaxy Note 20 Ultra 5G, great for gaming. 120 hertz adaptive display that automatically adjusts the refresh rate. It has an intelligent battery that optimizes for your gameplay. So yeah, good for gaming. And uh, if you want more on the uh, events, go to att.com slash Galaxy Note 20 Ultra 5G. For details about that new phone, it launches August 21st. So that's cool. I think the uh, the pre-RTX event, it looks very cool. Mm-hmm. Also. Sounds like super neat. Yeah. Um, all right. Let's also talk real quick, guys, about Lumen Skin. Now, you've heard us talk about Lumen Skin before. I have personal experience with their moisturizing balm. I, I wasn't a big moisturizer before, but man, now I use it every time I get out of the shower. It's so good for your skin even though if you're sitting around the house it's still important you got to take care of yourself you got to look good it's going to be good for your self-esteem you're going to feel like not so lazy if you you did your skincare routine uh here's the truth guys your skin has needs if you want it to look as good as possible for as long as possible you need to address those needs now there's a company that takes all the guesswork out of it for you you already know who they are lumen They are on a mission to help men get the amazing skin they deserve through high quality expert curated products, expert created products delivered right to your door. Um, 
again, the moisturizer for me has been the main thing, but it's just something that I know I should have done in the past. People I'm are like aggressively hey, in support of, of taking yeah. care of yourself. Yeah. Everybody 100%. should Men, moisturize. Yeah. Just do it. It's real good for your skin. It feels really nice. Uh, what uh, there? Even if you don't know where to begin, and I get it because I didn't know where to begin either, but they make it easy to find the right skin management system for you. You can choose from different skin concerns to address. I got super dry skin. Uh, or you can pick up a simple starter pack for free. You deserve to look and feel your best, guys. Here's where to start. Go to luminskin.com. That's L-U-M-I-N skin.com slash send news all one word s-e-n-d-n-e-w-s to get a one month free trial of everything you need to start your skincare journey at home that's lumenskin.com slash send news to get your first month for free lumenskin.com slash send news all right thank you to lumenskin guys let's do some questions mm-hmm. yeah let's, let's do, it. do it to wrap this up so this one comes from arc revenant oh i know arc if there is no halo until well after the xbox series x launch but the series x drops before the ps5 what is it going to take to lure customers to buy an xbox series x over the ps5 this holiday pretty good question i feel like we covered this pretty well and i think my stance yeah. is uh it's still Nothing. Uh, I think that <laughs> Microsoft would prefer that you get Game Pass than worrying about which uh, piece of hardware you get. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 mean, both, I don't think right? it's the end of the world for them if you don't buy it immediately. The, the, you, yeah, they win if you have a PS5 and a Game Pass account. Like they win. Yeah, yes. if I had to choose between the two, which you know I'm obviously going to get both again, privilege and <laughs> enthusiasm, uh, I'd get PS5 for yes. Miles Morales. I think. Yes, I think so. I I. I still like the Xbox Series X. I'm going to get it. It's going to happen. I will probably wait for Infinite to launch. But if they, you know, if they're just like, by the way, when you buy this, you get X amount of time on Game Pass. And if that time is like six months to a year of free Game Pass when you buy an Xbox Series X, that's good. That's pretty tempting. I can't lie. Yeah. It's pretty it's a tempting. Games. A lot of games. And, and once it brings you in, then it's just like, I mean, I'm, I'm a sucker for Game Pass. Initially, I was just like, well, this kind of seems a little eh. And now I'm an absolute proponent for, for Game Pass because it's just, it's so good. And having an additional year tacked onto what I already have, it's just like, yeah, I'll take it. I mean, I yeah. I can see you doing it. Yeah. I, Me, I tiny little like... mini fridge and an extra <laughs> Game Pass. Yeah, absolutely. Hell yeah. I also, and you have to keep in mind how huge Microsoft is compared oh, yeah. to like Sony or Nintendo. So yeah, if they don't have the quickest launch, it's not going to break the bank for them <laughs> at all. They're uh, going to they be can, fine. Yeah, they can wait this out. Whereas like Sony or Nintendo, I mean, geez, when the Wii U flopped, there were some <sighs> some lean years for Nintendo. Um, it, it was getting pretty rough, but Microsoft, yeah, if, if they have to delay Halo, that's that's fine. Um, and if, if they're going to be more, they're going to be fine, it's going to be yeah. Okay. And I, th- I do think more people will buy PS5s uh, this holiday. I, I don't think that's even a question. If the barrier to entry is low enough too, if that pr- price point gets pretty low, I think people might adopt. But you just in general, new consoles, it's always better to wait. I You're still have... don't know the prices, and it yeah. bothers me. Well, that's because so supposedly close. Microsoft's waiting to for <laughs> Sony to blink first, and then they're going to under. I want to see that. Jab. That's the thing I'm. I'm so excited for I'm so curious if that side of this stuff is true because, you know, I've seen so much bullshit recently about, like, prices. (laughs) Like, I've had two separate retailers now send me screenshots of prices of next-gen consoles, and they were different. And, like I said, that one of them was a placeholder. But then, like, I was like, well, this said this, probably a placeholder. 
but it still like got blown out of proportion and these people were like oh like microsoft paid her as an influencer to like leak this so that Sony would like go above this. And I'm like, is this how you people really think this shit works? They're giving you a lot of credit there. I don't even think that, like, I don't even think that they, they necessarily, like, I feel like the price points have both already been decided. I don't think they respond to the other one several months later. I think they're just waiting to announce because it's about the marketing and the timing of the marketing. Yeah, I don't yeah. think that they actually do any, like, What's what's place we we need to get we need to infiltrate PlayStation. You what are they doing? <laughs> you do say that you say that, but then also during the PlayStation conference, oh so many moons ago, Xbox details how you share games, and then ten, ten seconds later you see Sony's like, here's how you share games on PlayStation Four, and they pass the game they box back and forth. They do mess with each other. They do. They do mess with each other. Yeah, the price seems a little. But the yeah, yeah, the price thing is yeah. obviously a lot more. important. Oh, of course, it takes, it's it just it's just funny. Research and effort to figure that stuff out. My green screen is having a fucking field day. Oh wow! Like my chair's half gone. It's now attacking my shirt because it's yellow, and it's also sort of getting rid of some of my eyes. You're so, like the the photo in Back to the Future. Yeah, you're, you're slowly turning <laughs> invisible. You are becoming <laughs> game. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm blending into Call of Duty. Yeah. <laughs> Moving on, Craig asked another kind of launch question. Since Xbox and PlayStation will each presumably have one more showcase before launch, what other next gen game announcements are you guys expecting slash hoping for? Hmm. Expecting? I have no idea. Hoping for Banjo Three. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Man, they're working I on that. Totally. Everwild. It's not. <laughs> yeah, Everwild. Um, I mean, I would love Banjo 3. I, I feel know. like I really want Bloodborne 2. Um, I don't yeah. know how likely oh, that yeah. is. I would yeah. also like to know more about like Platinum's upcoming schedule because I think Platinum is currently my favorite developer. Yes. Agreed. Um, Hard agree. Cool stuff. Yeah. Yeah. But generally, like, <laughs> I don't, I just don't know. Like, a lot of it seems so, whenever no. we have launch titles, it's like we just yeah. don't. We have absolutely no idea. They're never good launch slates. So I'm kind of just like trying to be one step at a time right now, which is like, show me more gameplay of the things that I can actually play soon. Yep. Don't give me things that are two years away. That's the thing. Yeah. Launch launch uh, lineups are notoriously bad yeah. for yeah. the most part. There's all, you it's usually almost get always one slow. game yeah, that's and right. everybody plays that. And then you have a bunch of friends who are just like, no, 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 this one's good too. Yeah. And then you play it. It's just like, nah. Launch and delays you, and, are also crazy common. It's been funny watching YouTube yes. just be like, this is a launch delay what the consoles are screwed this happens every right. time like, right. every single time every well, when single you're time. 18 years old you've never heard of these before uh kaden i think we talked about splinter cell before there's a splinter cell, splinter cell i want somewhere. that but i mean they they said it was they said supposedly the rumors of splinter cell was that it was going to come out this year now it might come out next year or it might come out 2022 Even later here's um, my thing so. with splinter cell do you actually want what Splinter Cell would be now? Oh, not so me, but yeah. think about I what know, Ubisoft makes I know. now. Yeah, that's and very worth it. Stealth asking. games are difficult just... to market because they're hard. I actually think if you got Splinter Cell now, like, and I said this as a person who loves Splinter Cell, I that know. it would not be Splinter Cell. It would I be, know. to be fair, though, Splinter Cell has also had great multiplayer in the past. But You're 100% be, right. And it, it would hurts be multiplayer. To hear it. it would be easier because, again, while Watch Dogs does have like cool stealth elements and cool hacking stuff, you wouldn't be getting Splinter Cell. You would be getting 2020 Splinter Cell, which is not the same thing. Uh, as somebody like Sam Fisher, as somebody who deeply <laughs> loves Metal Gear and Siphon Filter, I, I could care less what Splinter Cell does. Honestly, that's just my old biases taking root. But yeah, wow, I, really? Splinter Cell has always just kind of been the 
I the think Xbox Snake and version. Sam would be friends, Evan. Come on. No, they, they totally would. No, they, yeah, probably. <laughs> Wasn't that that bit in Ground Zeroes? Is it Ground Zeroes that yeah, they have uh, a crossover? Sure, yeah, but at some point they're they, going to have to kill each other. They've referenced each the other more than a couple times. It's super cute. Yeah. Um, moving Ubisoft on. Ubisoft dev told me oh, Splinter Cell was being made oh. like two years ago. Mm-hmm. Like yeah, to my yeah. face. I now Boom. think they're lying. I straight up think that they said it to me as a red herring. That's like, they funny. were like, yeah, we're working on Splinter Cell. Uh, and I was like, oh, that's going to be announced to E3. And it was like 2017. And now I think that they were straight up just lying to me to just fake a leak. Got worked. Wow. <laughs> um, okay, moving on. Neil Niall St. John asks, do you think that Cyberpunk is so hyped up that even if it's amazing, people will be disappointed? Related question, do you think that people failing to understand it's a serious IP- RPG and not an FPS will cause disappointment? and bad user reviews. Yes, I think there is a danger of being too much hype, but man, it looks good. It, it, I, I, <laughs> I don't see how this doesn't deliver. I was, I was skeptical. I was skeptical about Cyberpunk, and I was kind of just like, it can't possibly be any of the things that I'm really hoping it should be or what I want it to be. And then the most recent Night City Wire, I was just like, no, that actually looks exactly like how I yeah. wanted it to be. Yeah. And the weapons look fun. The gameplay looks fun. It looks like it's taking itself seriously as an RPG, which, again, very much uh, tied into that. I like those kind of games. It's all more so as fuck. Yeah. Oh, There's yeah. so many first-person shooters. I don't need another first-person shooter. Give me a good, well-written RPG, and then I'm fine. Please. I, <laughs> I'm more excited for it now than I have been since it was announced you know, 400 years ago. <laughs> I think there's an element to this that is true, though, because I think this happened to Fallout 3 a lot and uh, games that came out after because the shooting, from p- taking um, taking perspective from that first-person shooter perspective and then the shooting not quite being that, I do remember there being criticisms about, like, how the shooting wasn't that good. Yes. And if you're not, like, that into VATS and you want to play it like a shooter, you can't really, at least in those older versions, <laughs> it's a little bit harder to do that and it was, like, all busted anyway because it's got that Bethesda jank. But Cyberpunk is certainly... A more polished yes yeah. first person shooter yeah. than um fallout 3 but i also <laughs> course, do yeah. feel like yeah the shooting for me was fine and having based on like i played four hours of it having based on that uh and i, I would have done this anyway i'm going to play it more as an rpg and do everything i can to talk my way out of every situation mm-hmm. rather than focusing on the combat um because cool. yeah i didn't love it and i i I didn't experience the melee, but I know a lot of people had issues with that and they've responded to that saying they're going to change it. So like to answer the first part of the question, do I think it's so hyped up that even if it's amazing, people would be disappointed? That's so subjective. I don't feel like based on my current level of understanding and hype of the game that I'm going to be disappointed. I feel like I have pretty reasonable understanding of what it is, uh, how big it is. I do think there are parts of the, the hype that have like, grown out of their own control mm-hmm. which yep. is really just because the game's changed so many times through the amount of times that we've seen it so like yep. one thing that i i brought up repeatedly is like you know you talk about all the npcs being alive and everything in the world being rendered but i did see on most occasions groups of npcs standing together not talking or doing anything you know they're just standing there or there was one instance where there were these two guys sitting at a table locked in the exact same animation loop at the exact same time <laughs> so it's like that they don't feel like they're they're alive but there are right. a lot of them on the streets um, they all look very different. Like the diversity, even in style, is really, really cool to see. Um, but that it doesn't feel like you know, a city full of alive, real people. And that's I think probably the thing that's gotten the most carried away, 
which I think is because it was a thing they were trying to do and then scaled back on. Mm -hmm. Um, So it's gotten like messed up there. But for the most part, like, no, I think this is a fucking hardcore RPG that I really want because no matter what, I'm going to be okay with that genre. Yeah. But I always disclose very biased where Cyberpunk is concerned. I'm hyped as shit, Um, but I I do not think I'll be disappointed. And it's CD Projekt Red. Their reputation kind of speaks for itself. They're also very transparent. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, So, yeah, there's going to be a lot of hype, but I also feel like unless it's just a total face flop, I think it's going to, for the most part, live up to it for people. And and, uh, as for people expecting something different because it's it's got the first person perspective, I think the way games have gone over the last 10 and five years, I think people are used to more and more RPG elements uh, in these kind of games. So I... I don't think people are going to go in expecting Call of Duty. Mm-mm. No. Yeah, I mean, I guess... I, At I least guess they shouldn't. <laughs> my, my perspective is from the... From, yeah, they shouldn't, right? So if you're... But if you're like that, that there's this large demographic of, like, even console gamers um, that just do that. They just, like, play Call of Duty, and sometimes they'll see, like, a new first-person shooter. Like, oh, I want to dip yeah. into this because the CG looks yeah. sick. Like, this trailer is sick. I want to play this game. And then right. it's, it's not Call of Duty in terms of the way the weapons yep. play. And then I can see people getting burned out that way. But I think largely, like you're saying, the kind of modernization of, like, the cross-pollinization of genres... Uh, really has ha- been happening for like the last decade, and I think people should know what to expect. But like, kind of to Alana's point, you should also go in knowing like at the end of the day, this is a video game. It's an open world video game, and it's going to be very mortal in that way. You know, yeah, it's yeah. not going to be right. yeah. Right. So just it's a video game, and expect video game weird stuff to happen. I mean, even right. Witcher Three is not impervious to that. No, the, like Geralt controls like a fucking tank. <laughs> oh, so, like, the worst. Yeah, there, like, there are real issues. And, yeah, there are real UI issues was with terrible Witcher. on launch. Like just yeah. the like inventory organization was pretty yes. rough. Like yeah, totally not yeah. perfect. But I do think like where the story is concerned, I I both based on the studio and what I've played and even their refinements from seeing the first demo to playing that same demo, like seeing how they've refined the writing in that period of time. I'm like confident i'm in for a good story with a lot of law and a very cool world which is what i want they've been working on this for years and years like yeah, to yeah. De- forever yeah, almost yeah it's been yeah not not development helly but but it's taken a while it's, it's been a minute this is an interesting one in that i bet you they want to delay it again because they they want this game to be perfect yes but yes. at a certain yeah. point you can't yes. like and they also are in a very unique position of having a lot of government funding where they oh, can yeah. do that. Yep. They like where, where publishing is concerned, they actually don't necessarily have someone being like, you have to get this out this year. I'm sure they're trying to, but I bet you that studio is like, I wish we could push so that we can just make sure this game is 100 fucking percent perfect. Oh, they are like the sweethearts of Poland, I'm sure. Yeah, they're like one of <laughs> I mean, the biggest exports. Yeah, it's and they're such a good advertisement for the country there. They're like, yeah, we're making like, badass games. They gave a copy here. of The Witcher 2. There's a Witcher, <laughs> three, there's a Witcher statue. There's a Geralt statue, statue yep. in Poland, right? Yeah. So I hope they get also really? a, a cyberpunk one. I believe there is, yeah. Hey, that's, that's smart cool. for the government to yeah. jump on with them. Yeah. That's, that's, that's who you want to hit your wagon to, yeah. <laughs> Um, All right, that's going to do it, guys. For us, that's an hour. So uh, hope you guys have a great week, and we will see you next week.